so dynamic, so magnetic, so effervescent, so full of energy and vitality. Is it Herman? No. Is it Sherman? No. Is it Eddie? Is it Freddie? Oh, no, no, no. Is it Hart? Is it Shatner? Is it Marks, perhaps? Oh, you'll never, never guess it. Don't snap your cap. It's just Miss Judy Garland. Here's the little gal who's earned a number one priority in your pinup department, both in your barracks wall and in your heart, Judy Garland. Clang, clang, clang went the trolley. Ding, ding, ding went the bell. Zing, zing, zing went my heart strings. From the moment I saw him, I fell. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of Old Time Radio. This is Mindy, and you're listening to The Judy Garland Show. Next in our series is another command performance. This one aired June 3rd, 1944, with host Bob Hope, and starring Bing Crosby, Judy Garland, and Frank Sinatra. So, four legends for the price of one. Uh, it's, it's a great show, and the music, of course, is stellar. As I've mentioned, <laughs> Frank Sinatra not being my favorite entertainer, I wasn't particularly, you know, interested in what he had to sing, but I was wrong. I was completely wowed by his All the Things You Are. Now, I imagine this is a staple of his, something he was known for, but uh, it was new to me, and I loved it so much, particularly how he builds to that dramatic ending. I actually went back and listened to it again, and then went online and got a uh, kind of a studio version of that just to listen to. I It's really, really beautiful, so I'm slowly rethinking <laughs> my position on old blue eyes uh but speaking of judy and frank the gossip from 1944 or actually a little bit later was that judy and frank had a couple of romantic rendezvous when they both kind of hit the skids in their respective marriages and other relationships but overall they apparently just had a very enduring warm friendly good relationship and that carried over into Judy's daughter, Liza Minnelli, who, of course, I think most people familiar with the Rat Pack know that she was one of those kind of honorary members. And I finally got to see Cabaret, uh, one of her movies. And, you know, Liza, I'm sure her whole life has been unfairly compared to her mother. And there is no one like Judy Garland, but Liza has her own talent and her own voice. And I, I just really appreciated her, her own style and her own approach to, uh, such a meaty role that she had in in that movie. And then speaking of movies, you know, there's a lot of banter between Bing and Frank, and I actually got to see them in High Society, which is the remake of the Philadelphia story, only this one was a musical and was in color and had Grace Kelly, Yalza, and (laughs) I actually like a Philadelphia, or the Philadelphia story better. I like the the cast better and how they fit those roles, but uh, overall, it's, it's really a lot of fun and there's a musical number between Frank and Bing and that, that just, it's really lighthearted and they kind of take on their respective roles in real life, you know, young kid versus old hat and kind of go back and forth and you hear the same exact thing here. And then something else that I, I was really happy to come across, it was tacked onto an end of a movie that had nothing to do with any of these people, <laughs> but on TCM, sometimes they run these old you know, short five minute, 15 minute clips from either TV shows or just little like historical gems from the golden age of Hollywood. And in this case, it was a video of a command performance. Not this one. It was, uh, but Judy was on there. Bob Hope was the 
post because that's just what he does. So it was great to see a recording of a command performance and instead of just listening to one. And something I noted was Judy comes out and looks like a million bucks. So pretty. And, you know, when she sings, I think most people, especially from this concert series, when you see any kind of really live performance from her, you see that she she sings with her whole body. This tiny little body just gets so animated and she uses all of it to push her voice out. And she's very interactive with the audience. And then they have an audience at this command performance, like most of them. And she looks directly into the microphone and she sings over the rainbow but she puts all of her emotion gets kind of almost wrapped around her body almost wraps around the microphone and she stares like straight into it because she knows the audience isn't the people sitting in front of her physically it's the people listening all over the world that need to hear something from home and it it just really struck me how focused she was and always always aware of who she's performing for. Just what a pro in that regard. Anyway, so if you ever get a chance to actually watch a command performance, I highly recommend that. It makes a listening to them a lot more dynamic. And then in her personal life, actually around right around uh, June of 1944 is when her marriage to David Rose is officially over. And she's wrapping up filming Meet Me in St. Louis, where she becomes very close to her director, Vincent Minnelli. So we'll get more into that as the shows go on. As always, I I just really hope you're enjoying all of these as much as I am. I, I love the things I'm learning. I love you know, the movies I'm watching, the the songs that I'm getting to hear for the first time and, you know, getting to learn more about these just iconic, really, really cool people from several decades ago, but they'd be cool no matter where they showed up at any decade. So having said that, sit back and enjoy 30 minutes of Bob Hope trying to wrangle Bing Crosby, Judy Garland, and Frank Sinatra. It's a lot of fun and it's like herding cats. Good, good stuff. Enjoy. USA, the greatest entertainers in America, as requested by you, the service men and women of the United States Armed Forces throughout the world. Command performance presented this week and every week till it's over, over there. Okay there, men, step up to your international slot machine and meet a great quartet of nickel nurses who are jackpot stuff at all APOs and FPOs. And tonight, in answer to your letters to command performance, Armed Forces Radio, Los Angeles, USA, we've hit the jackpot ourselves. And to prove we aren't fanning the breeze, the three bars are Judy Garland, Bing Crosby, and Frank Sinatra. Of course, every slot machine has a lemon, which uh, reminds me, here's the young man who's played every camp in the country, including some so small that the commanding officer is a PFC. (laughs) Fellas, Bob Hope! Thank you. How do you do, fellas? This is Bob, Command Performance Hope. 
Telling you guys, whether you're married or single, the Army is the only place where you can get breakfast on a shingle. <laughs> That's a little inside stuff. <laughs> I feel great tonight. I've just returned from playing the San Diego Naval Base. I went into a hotel in San Diego and I said to the clerk, what are the rates? He said, it's a dollar and a half if you sleep on your side. We can get more people in that way. <laughs> Give me an idea how crowded that hotel is. A major and a private got into a crowded elevator together. By the time the saluting was over, they were wearing each other's uniform. <laughs> that hotel lobby was so jammed with women, I had to pinch my leg three times to find out if it was my own. My case comes up tomorrow. <laughs> Still, there aren't enough girls to go around. I know one girl who has three fellas. She goes out with a lieutenant at nine, a captain at ten, and a colonel at eleven. Every Saturday, the three of them meet and synchronize their watches. <laughs> the place is just jammed with women, men and women in the service. I saw a lot of pretty waves there. You know what a wave is. That's a sailor who says no. <laughs> I saw one sailor looking at a picture of Betty Grable. I said, hasn't she got a beautiful face? He said, don't rush me. I'll get there. <laughs> but the food problem down there is really serious. To get a plate of soup, you have to have a priority. To get a ham sandwich, you have to have a drag with a war production board. And to get a glass of milk, you have to have a pull with a cow. And... <laughs> and, but enough of that. Here's the little gal who's earned a number one priority in your pinup department, both in your barracks wall and in your heart. Singing Johnny Mercer's Dixieland Band is Judy Garland. Dixieland band Let me tell you, brother That the music was grand They had a piano And a clarinet Only thing they needed Was a second cornet And that's what led To the ruin Ruin of the Dixieland band When the folks Had hollered For the maple leaf rag They would get to jumping But the music would drag They had to keep him Cause he played so sweet But they needed someone Who could give him a beat Someone who jumps with the rhythm, rhythm of the Dixieland band. He'd play so sweetly. Instead of playing, he'd play so sweetly. They'd be Sure enough, he got them so they couldn't play right. Finally, he fixed them on a Saturday night. He hit a note that was off the chord. Apoplexy got them, and they went to the Lord. And that's the pitiful story, story of the Dixieland band. Now they're up in heaven, and they're happy at last. Come say how the trumpet man really can blast. The way he swings him is an awful shame. He can really do it. Gabriel is his name. And now, folks, here is the sample. Listen to the Dixieland Band. <laughs> 
hear a trumpet start to play Don't you be afraid, it's the judgment day Cause it's just old Gabriel sounding his day And the Dixieland band is fixed to play Thanks, Judy. That was swell. You know, it's always a pleasure to hear you sing. Oh, that's very sweet, Bob. But to tell the truth, I didn't come down here to command performance just to sing. I have something on my mind. Me too. Let's get out of here, huh? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm serious, Bob. I, I really have quite a problem, and I want to ask you a big favor. Well, sure, Jude. What is it? Well, I know you're with Paramount, Bob, but you see, I'm making a musical for MGM, and I need a leading man. He must be very good-looking, tremendously talented, <laughs> have loads of appeal for women, so naturally I came to see you. Well, gee, thanks. I thought, sure, you could recommend somebody. <laughs> the choice for my next lead has just narrowed down to two men. Two men? Mm-hmm. Bing Crosby and Frank Sinatra. Well, go on. So far, you've only got a man and a half. <laughs> And I'm not sure which is the hat. <laughs> well, it's, it's an awfully hard decision to make, Bob. Shall I take Crosby or shall I take Sinatra? Yes, which shall it be, flesh or fantasy? <laughs> oh, Bob, I, I've got to have your advice. Please tell me honestly, what do you think of Bing Crosby? I think he's simply marvelous, just adorable, wonderful, and divine. Well, I'm glad you asked me. <laughs> and now... Now I want your honest opinion of Frank Sinatra. Well... Isn't he, though? <laughs> and he has such a boyish smile. You know, he brings out the mother in everyone. Not in me. <laughs> well, Judy, what do you want with a guy like Sinatra when I'm around? Oh, Bob. Why, Frank Sinatra has more talent in his little finger than you have in your whole nose. <laughs> You really like Sinatra, I huh? think he's solid. You do? Did you ever tap his chest? <laughs> well, that's a lot of propaganda. Frank Sinatra isn't really a weakling at all. Oh, no. Did you ever watch him play with a yo-yo? <laughs> no, why? The yo-yo stands still and Frankie goes up and down. <laughs> well, you can knock Sinatra and Crosby all you please. But one of them is going to be my next leading man, and I've invited them both down here to audition for the part. Oh, Sinatra and Crosby, why don't you take me for your leading man? Forget about breathless and hairless. <laughs> Bob, Bob, my mind is made up. But you need more than just a singer, Judy. You need a great lover. Why, when I kiss a girl, it's murder. I know, and I'm too young to die. <laughs> You call kissing Sinatra living? But honestly, Judy, I ran away from it. If you'd only reconsider. After all, what is Crosby, anyhow? Don't nobody answer that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hi, you, Bing. Hello, Bing. <laughs> we were beginning to worry about you, Bing. Really? Yeah, we were afraid you might show up. <laughs> Who's this uh, character, Judy? You doing a little social welfare work here? This is no time.
time for a battle of wits, and you're not the boys for it anyway. No. Where's the... What, do you bring your own writer? What is that? Where's Frank Sinatra, Bing? I thought you were coming over to get it. Oh, we were, Judith, but I, I couldn't carry him another block. <laughs> I popped him in the traffic. Now, Bing... Mm. That's no way to talk about a nice boy like Frankie. That's right. Frankie looks that way because a very tragic thing happened to him in his youth. No, I, I never knew that. Yes, a terrible thing. What was it? When he was three days old, his mother tied his bow tie too tight. <laughs> Not quite tight enough, I think. <laughs> so when does this audition start? In huh? a little while. Take it easy. Well, I'd like to get started. I, I brought 19 great songs I'd like to sing. Bing. <laughs> Bing, this is an audition, not a filibuster. <laughs> well, I just... Oh, they all old Ennis men, huh? I just, uh, I just thought oh, I... Oh, oh, oh! What is the matter with her? I think she just said it, Sinatra. <laughs> yep, here he is. Hello, everybody. Hello, Frank. I'm awfully glad you got here. Well, every once in a while, one of those long shots come in. <laughs> How are you, Frank? How would you know? <laughs> oh, I feel fine, Mr. Crosby. Let's declare a little moratorium on the formality, Frankie. Just call me Bing. Oh, no, I wouldn't dream of calling a man of your years by his first name. <laughs> this boy... This boy is flirting with the same fate that befell Flat Top here. Boys! <laughs> Boys! What? It's practically time for the audition to start. I'm ready. How about you, fatty? Are you talking about me, Atlas? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is that so? Yeah, that's so. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. How come I don't get any of that clever dialogue? <laughs> now, now, boys. Mm. Boys, let's have no more fighting. Well, he called me names. You started it. I did not start it. You did, you did, you did. Oh, my old... <laughs> my old man can lick your old man. Yeah? My old man can lick your old man, hey? My kids can lick your kids. Sure, you got them outnumbered. <laughs> We're, we're here to, to decide which of you is going to sing with me in my next picture. We're going to hold the audition right now. And to make sure the decision will be honest, Bob Hope is going to be the judge. I was robbed! <laughs> Why, Bingsy, do you think I'd do anything that wasn't absolutely on the up and up? Do you think I'd dishonestly let Sinatra win this contest when a lousy $5 could swing it your way? <laughs> Say, Frank, let me have five, will you? <laughs> two friends out there. My mother's there. She'll take care. She'll put me on. <laughs> right into it, Meredith, old boy. I love you Comes the April breeze I love you Echo the hills I love you, the golden dawn agrees, 
As once more she sees daffodils It's spring again And birds on the wing again Start to sing again That old melody That's the song of songs, and it all belongs to you and me. You're right, Judy. You're great, Bing. What a voice. What quality. What tone. What feeling. What malarkey. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously, Bing, you are a great artist. Too bad there isn't enough room for you and Sinatra. Now, take it easy there, Bob. Oh, don't shelter me from the tooth, Frankie. After all, youth must have its fling. You're one youth anybody can fling. <laughs> See, you know, Bing, it's tough at that. You have to face the possibility of stepping down from your pinnacle to face the twilight of your career. I don't know. There's still a few volts left in the old battery. <laughs> yeah, but you're getting a charge more often since Sinatra came along. <laughs> yes, sir, it would be a shame to step down after you've worked so hard, Bing. Getting up every morning before dawn, dressing in the dark. What makes you think I'd dress in the dark? Well, naturally, you wouldn't put those clothes on if you could see them. <laughs> You don't care for this little ensemble, old boy? I thought I looked rather sharp. Yes, you do in a slovenly sort of way. <laughs> you keep out of this or I'll hit you with this, this crooner here. <laughs> you mean you're going to toss marshmallows around here? <laughs> don't you like this coat? This is Scotch Mist. They certainly did. <laughs> well, I hate to break up this stage weight, gentlemen. But we're here for an audition, so if you don't mind, Frankie, we'd like to hear a song. Okay, Judy, I'd like to sing this number especially for you and for Bing. It's a song that's liked equally well by both generations. You are the promised kiss 
of springtime that makes the lonely winter seem long. You are the breathless hush of evening that trembles on the brink of a lovely song. You are the angel glow that lights a star. The dearest things I know are what you are. Someday, my happy arms will hold you and someday I'll know that moment divine when all the things you are are That lights a star The dearest things that I know Are what you are Someday my happy arms will hold you And someday That moment divine when all the things you are That was wonderful. Yes, Frankie, that was grand. Yes, I can't get over the way you've improved, Frank. Oh, well, thanks, Bob. Why, a few years ago, you were an unknown who couldn't sing a lick. Today, they know you. <laughs> well, well, wait for my roars. Wait. <laughs> well, Bob, well, Bob, whatever I am today, I ought to Crosby. Bing, I've been listening to your records for years. Both of them? Really, Frank? <laughs> Really, have you, Frank? Yes, Bing, and the very first time I heard you sing, I made up my mind I was going to be exactly like you. Well, that's flattering, and in all sincerity, Frank, I want to tell you that you have a great voice. When I listen to you sing, I wonder how all that beautiful music can come out of a rag, a bone, and a hank of hair. <laughs> well, at least I have a hank of hair. What did he say? <laughs> well, anyway, the audition is over. Crosby sang, Sinatra sang... Bob, the decision is now up to you. Well, after all, I've been associated with Crosby for years. I know just how good he is. There's only one decision I can make. Sinatra. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, did you say Sinatra? That's what I said. That's what the man said. That, that he sure said that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bob, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Huh? You ignore a fine singer like Crosby and pick a skinny little squirt like me? 
Okay, if you feel that way about it, I'll pick Crosby. What? You turn down a really great singer like Sinatra and pick a fat old geezer like me? <laughs> Let me out of here. I want to look for Dick Haynes. This is a fine thing. Great, great. <laughs> I came down here to choose a leading man, and I'm going to have one whether he's a fat old man or a squirt. Well, how about me? I don't want both. Uh... <laughs> I'd like to start over, too. Say, look, what's wrong with you guys? You had a contest, and I named Sinatra the winner. Why don't you abide by my decision? I don't want any of your decisions. I'm mad at you. Mad at me? Why? Well, for what you do to my pal Bing. Every Tuesday night on your program, you tell people his horses can't run. His adenoids need simonizing. And that the stork stork visits his house every week. You shouldn't say those things, even if they are true. Look, kid, do me a favor and stay off my team, will you? (laughs) But, Bing, I'm your pal. I'm your chum. You mean it, Frankie? Of course I do. It's us against the world, Bing. We'll stick together through thick and thin. Yes, we will, Finn. You said it, (laughs) Bing. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. You'll never know, Frank, how much I love you. Please don't take my sunshine away. No, Bing, I never will. But someday, if they take your sunshine away and there are gray skies, don't you mind those gray skies. You still have me, Bingy boy. A climb upon my knee, a Bingy boy. <laughs> Though you're 103, Bingy boy. <laughs> There's no way of knowing, there's no way of showing what you mean to me, a a bingy boy. Oh, come, come, Franklin, you don't know what you mean to me. Inform me, Dad. You're the top. You're the boy who hustles. You're the top. Though you've got no muscles. You're the guarantee that a chickadee will move. You're a high school thriller, a Bobby Sock killer, the voice of Sabu. Rank, rank exaggeration, Bingo. It's the other way around. You're the top. Lay it on me, Dad. You are the head canary. Nice of you to say so. You're the top. Mm Mm-hmm. Though your top ain't hairy. Ay, ay, ay. You're the baritone who has held the throne with ease. You're the choice of sages through all the ages. You're the voice of cheese. <laughs> you know, they could slip you in between a couple of slices of Russian rye, too. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, you two insincere men. You guys have some nerve. You want to know who's the top? I'll tell you. I'm the top. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm a real crowd pleaser. You're not so hot. You're a toothpaste squeezer. (laughs) I'm a total wreck. I'm a worthless check. A flop. And so, fellas, that leaves Garland still on top. Good evening, Checking the command performance pull motor, Sinatra's gone down for the third time, but the little round man still has a few puffs left. <laughs> 
And ambling over to the international microphone to warble a few bars of something to remember you by Judy Garland and Bing Crosby. <laughs> oh, give me something to remember you by when you are far away from me, dear. Some little something meaning love cannot but die. No matter where you chance to be. Oh, I'll pray for you. Night and day for you It will see me through Like a child Till you're returning Oh, give me something To remember you by When you are far away Before we drop off the beam, our little fearsome foursome has a final word for you. Frankie? Thanks for the invitation, man. It's been lots of fun. Judith? Thanks for the invite, man. It's been a lot of fun. And how about you, Lard? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. It's been a lot of fun. Well, I have a line here, but I don't think I'll say it. Oh, go on. Say it. Yeah, but it won't get a laugh. Who can tell? This might be the biggest laugh in the show. Okay, I'll try it. Thanks, man. It's been a lot of fun. That's all. See, I told you. So long. <laughs> Service. <laughs> 